All right, guys, welcome to this Swapcast. I've never done a Swapcast before, but I'm super excited because I'm with my favourite person over in California. She's so far away. It sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is uh, episode 19, I believe. I do this all the time, Ashley. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what episode I'm on. And I'm like, when I get there, I'm like, what episode are we on? <laughs> that's 19 um that's for cutards i'm actually going to change the name of the podcast so y'all gonna have to stay in tune for that one we'll see what what happens there but yeah like i'm so excited to be able to have this conversation with ashley ashley is her podcast is into the river podcast and i, I think what what episode did you say you're on the, in your 30s now right this is 23 oh damn i thought you said 32 <laughs> Dyslexia. That's uh, I flip numbers. <laughs> yeah. So welcome everyone to enter into the river. Uh, Ray and I. This is our second. And this is our third episode together. We did one on her podcast and then one on mine. And so we kind of made the decision to start to do a new thing, where we are going to have a weekly episode. For me personally, my listeners know that I'm very unreliable. So I'll put out like two or three in a week and then you won't hear from me for weeks. And part of that is just busy schedules and people, you know, there's people who have to postpone. I've had to postpone, life happens. So, you know, Ray and I were talking about maybe doing something a little more consistent and still having guests on, but at least having, and also we just like love each other. So <laughs> so you want to tell them kind of like what we're going to do in the future? So yeah, we had this like, I had this idea where we would just pick a random topic and talk about it. And that might sound weird, but we got kind of brainstorming by accident and Ashley being the amazing girl that she is, she was like, oh, I can see why you're such a pioneer now. Cause we were like talking about how I could maybe spin the wheel and we could like have all of these different topics and it would just land on one and we wouldn't know what the podcast was going to be about, about, like it wasn't planned, nor scripted, not that any of mine are, um, but yeah, like <laughs> the best part about it is it's not happened yet, but all of the topics that I choose. So, so basically, right, okay, getting ahead of myself as usual. But basically, I'm going to have a load of topics. Ashley doesn't know what the topics are. Ashley's going to have, have a load of topics. I don't know what they are. And we're both going to pick one per episode to talk about. We just have to just pull whatever we think out of our natural self. So... We were talking about fish bowls, but I was like, I really want to pull my out of a, my MAGA hat because it's like <laughs> sat on my table. So all the all the topics are going to be inside of here, and we're just going to pick one out and talk about it. It's going to be really good. Really, what kind of things? I mean, obviously, I don't want to do spoiler alert, but I've got like on my list, I've got like flat Earth, um, genders, feminism. So it's going to be things like that, basically. And I'm yeah. super excited about it because we're going to be doing it every week, right? Absolutely. We're going to try to do it every Wednesday. And Ooh. the whole thing is, I don't know. I know there's a lot of shows out there that are talking about what's going on in the news this week. And obviously, you know, we're always going to do that. But we just thought maybe we could tackle some of the crazier, tough topics like abortion, like she said, gender, um, things that aren't maybe... I don't know, happening in the week, but just discuss them and see what we think without really doing too much preparation and just spitball. And 
we also wanted to take the time to do a little venting at the beginning and also celebrate some of our best moments in that week and encouraging moments or whatever. So I think it'll be fun. And then we're going to cover some like really silly topics just for like five minutes. Like I know some of my ideas is like vegans and (laughs) just literally I'm going to throw in some random things that, and we'll talk about it for like five minutes and who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Like I need like 60 minutes. (laughs) Exactly. Well, oh really? Maybe that's a main topic. (laughs) He's passionate about me. No, I get that. I I can just be like, vegans, you're wrong. And then (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I think it'll be fun, but honestly, like I just wanted more consistency in my podcast and I found myself just wanting to have more and more episodes with you because like I, you and I have become friends since we met each other and we have, so, we have so many good conversations on the side that I just like look forward to our discussions and your thoughts. Because one thing I love about you is that you're a very free thinking individual and regardless of what's popular in the moment, you come to your own conclusions And sometimes you agree with others, sometimes you don't, but the point is you don't get pressured into making decisions and I'm that way. So that's something I love about you. So I thought that this would be, I think it'll be a blast. (laughs) I agree. I think we're really similar in in terms of that. Like before we literally started recording, we were talking about this and how, and you know, maybe it's a topic to talk about now, but people, the thing is with me, and it might piss a lot of people off and maybe the same with you Ashley and I think it's something that we've learned as we've gone on in terms of our growth is that you can look at something and not necessarily be angry or triggered about it but that doesn't mean you don't care it just means that you're stepping back and looking at it from a different point of view maybe looking at how other people view it and then coming to your own kind of like okay I can see how that person sees it I can see how we see it what's my opinion and I find that a lot of people now get a little bit upset with you if you don't get angry and 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 like I get angry and you get angry like we get angry Mm -hmm. about things but when we're having a discussion and we're trying to like find a common ground especially now with all the things that are happening and like the mainstream media pushing one side and to be honest other media places pushing the other side it's like where do you land and I think that if we can just have a discussion and talk about it it sounds so simple but I feel like now especially I don't know I I get a little bit frustrated I get a little bit pissed off when people are mad with me because I can see both sides of the argument and I don't necessarily start going well you're wrong because I think this I'd rather just be like I see where you're coming from I kind of agree with you but this is my and the other thing sorry to pump now but like the other thing is like this whole thing on social media where people expect you to put this disclaimer out there of like so this is my thought process but I just want to put it out there that I don't think this I don't left the left do this a lot they're like I'm not trying to upset anyone I'm not trying to offend anyone uh, I, I definitely think this that and the other but and then they go into it and it's just like why can we just not miss all of that start out say what we want to say 
that doesn't necessarily necessarily mean that we've said everything that we want to say but I think assumptions that are made online people have to stop doing that people have to stop making these assumptions that they know everything about what that person believes because they don't know it sorry I went on a bit of rant there but it's it's really I get what you're saying yeah absolutely it reminds me of like the fact checkers who are like that's incorrect and you go and ask why and it's like it was out of context it's like everything's out of context and to have to put disclaimers in every little thing is frustrating and I know what you're saying because and I I don't know about you but I've been a very like hyper apologetic person my whole life I don't know if it had to do with part of my religious upbringing or just wanting to be a kind person um I, f- I feel like when I say things, I have to put every possible disclaimer because if I leave one little thing out, that's the thing that people focus on. And I'm glad you brought that up because I have, I'm in the middle of a transition right now and I don't know, I don't know if it's going to be a good thing or not because it's very, very out of character, but there is a part of me that is getting, I've gotten so caught up in being misunderstood, like you said, um, mostly from the left, to be fair, um, a little bit on the right, but I'm very fortunate online. I don't know why the people on my page are really cool. I just don't have to deal with that too often, but I got it a lot from my leftist friends and I, I just made excuses the whole time for them basically like trying to explain myself better and be kinder and literally forgiving them and being like, oh, well, they just don't know what I know and putting out all of this energy to constantly, maybe you have to do that with your side, like the people you interact with, but like constantly over explaining myself, trying to make accommodations for people who literally, I don't even think gave a shit about me. And I'm in a I'm in a process right now where I'm experiencing a breakthrough, I feel, from that. And I'm like kind of over giving a shit if people mm-hmm. understand me anymore. You know what I mean? And also, I think I'm coming to the point where I'm over caring if people are offended, which is a big deal for me. And it goes along with what you're saying of like, no matter what, someone's going to have some kind of an issue with you. And the more, the thing is like, the more you're vocal, like you and I are, like many of our friends are, the more you open yourself up to scrutiny. And it's amazing how many people are saying the scrutiny part, but maybe aren't putting themselves out there like we are. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think that for me personally, I'm getting a little thick skin and I'm getting a little tired of being nice and being apologetic. So I don't know about you, but <laughs> no, I, I completely, I completely agree. I, I think it's this like, and I found it when I was online years and years ago with my weight loss and people just wanted to be inspired by my weight loss. They didn't want to know any of my other, you know, trials and tribulations. They didn't want to know what my opinion was on things. And they just wanted to take from me. It's like a person in real life feels like an energy vampire. Like we all have those kinds of friends or, you know, even family members who do that. Like you feel you leave the room and they've literally taken everything out of you. Um, but people online will do that and they believe that you just this this thing on this other side of the portal that's not a real human being. And I think that's a problem with with technology and with social media and profiles and whatnot. And I think if we all start to kind of like, I know so many of us do, 
already know this but see the other person as a real human being it would change everything like I see, like with all the social media influences and stuff I don't think that people see them as real human beings or even the, the celebrities they just want to see what they want to see to motivate them or inspire them and it's a very selfish take um but yeah I, I completely agree with what you've got to say like and, and the fact that you you're building that thicker thicker skin is really good um I think mine's too thick like <laughs> really too thick now I think but I've it's because I've realized that everybody else's opinion is never going to matter especially if they don't care about me but even even people's opinion who do care about me I feel like it's just a mirror like I've seen a few videos lately and it's amazing like there's there's um a follower of mine called Katta did and she posted this video of this lady I can't remember the name of her profile but she was talking about how people are mirrors for us and they if you're offended by what someone else says that's something on you that's something that you need to work on because and I, I'm the same if someone if someone says something and I'm like oh that's, that's a bit like I don't know for example someone says 12 year olds should get should get the vaccine Okay, that's a bit of a, sh a shit example because that makes me angry. But um, <laughs> but they'll say it and I'm like, okay, so what's making me angry, right? Well, I'm angry at the fact that they think that, but then I'm like, I take a step back and I say, they can't help it. They've been brainwashed or they genuinely believe that that's the way that things need to go. Is that my problem? No. Like I can walk away from that situation and I can help someone else in a different situation and try and make them see differently. But that person directly does not affect me and shouldn't affect my day. So like, I think it's all, it's all perspective based. And yeah, like I'm really proud of you for just not giving a shit if people are offended because it's all on them. It's like, and, and this is probably someone, especially you'll probably agree with this Ashley, like I was always offended. I thought the whole fucking world was against me. Like I, I genuinely just thought, that the the world was caving in and I everybody hated me I was perfect you know but now I realize that's not the case yeah like we can always grow and the world isn't against me it's just that people see things differently yeah but yeah yeah no the I understand what you're saying like I think that for me the moment was the Gavin recall. So yeah. I don't know why that was the thing because I've been holding on to this anger about people who voted for Biden, but I didn't, I, I always went back to the election was stolen. It's not their fault. Uh, I love dearly people who voted for Biden. And so it hasn't changed my love for them at all. And I was like, also, they had no idea it was going to be like this. Like a lot of them, you know, I claim ignorance. I wasn't political my whole life. I didn't vote. So I gave them a pass for so many reasons. But then now we see what he's doing. And it's like impossible to ignore that the segregation mm -hmm. that he desires. And for me, the forced vaccination, like that to me is a civil liberties issue. It is against everything the left's claims that they support. It, the fact that it is affecting the black community and minority communities more because they are the heaviest uh, community to not get vaccinated and keep telling people this and they still are virtue signaling and they have these 
things in their profiles that are like, we're, we're about, uh, what is it? Um, diversity and inclusion and all this shit. And I'm like, no, you're not because you don't support black Americans. You only support the ones who, uh, can be called victims that support your candidates and keep their mouth shut. Cause God forbid they step Mm -hmm. outside of the plantation and they think for themselves, you don't give a shit about them. You're not going to speak up for their rights. You're not going to speak up for all of the gunshot victims in Chicago, that more children have died in Chicago this year than in our entire country from COVID. You're not going to stick up for that and talk about that. So for me, I'm just like watching all this stuff happen and the hypocrisy of it. And I'm still like forgiving, like, yeah, they're probably just quiet. They're probably just embarrassed. They made a horrible choice and I'm giving them again, way too much credit. And then the recall, which we knew was going to be rigged, like, come on. But I'm a firm believer of you still play it out. Even if the odds are against you, you still do your part. You do what you can because you're not just going to hand it to them. You're going to at least show Mm -hmm. up. So I showed up obviously um, in many ways over the last year and a half and voted. My vote still hasn't been counted. I don't know what's up with that. Um, Either way, there's clear fraud in the situation not the issue, not where it was devastating. What's devastating is I find out that our friends are celebrating this and something snapped in me where I, it's like all this time, the excuses I've been making are gone. And I now feel like it got really personal because there's no confusion around what is going on on our state. We all know, we all know the fact that Gavin Newsom support with the support of Joe Biden wants people like me to not be allowed to literally go anywhere except for a grocery store and church. If I went to church, that's it. That's what they think of people like me and over half of my state, just, we don't deserve to exist in society. And we have, and the only way that we can be accepted by society is if we do something that they choose for us to do, which is the opposite of being a liberal. It's the opposite of the true sense of the word liberal, which supports freedom. And mm, yeah, so, so that, I'm yeah, just like, go on. No, and I, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. just venting for a minute. I need to get this out. I'm like, I'm going to do an even longer episode about this, but I am just so frustrated. And it just hit me a couple of days ago. It might have been yesterday where I had this breaking point where I was so angry at them. And I'm so used to feeling anger and then dealing with it, which is good dealing with it on my own, letting myself grow from it. But I got to the point where I was so tired of making excuses. And I'm like, why am I willing to even let these people in my life anymore? I don't want to know these people. These people are celebrating the fact that my boyfriend and I can no longer go to a dinner. If this bill passes that they surprisingly said the minute the recall was over, uh, we can't go to their birthday dinners. We can't go to games with them. We can't go to concerts with them. We can't engage in anything that they can and they're fine they got the shot so they're just like their convenience is intact and that's great but they can't support us and our freedoms for me that's some nazi germany shit and this where like this moment in time is where my line was drawn in the sand and i i decided i'm done apologizing i'm going to speak fully how I feel. I am not going to hold back whatsoever. I am not going to hold myself to a standard of kindness towards people who are okay with me being segregated from my own society. 
from my own country as though I'm a second rate citizen. So that's my breakthrough. It's going to be interesting to see where that goes. I have been talking a lot of like shit towards our side, trying to make us better, but, um, I haven't really put a lot of energy that way in a while and I'm ready to burn some bridges. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's kind of frustrating because we want our side to be better. And I've seen multiple things now that are like, we need to rise above it. And, I, and, and sometimes I think to myself, is that going to win this? Cause I don't, I don't, I don't think it is. And I know that we shouldn't lower ourselves to that, but just, just to look at that for a sec, so your friends, they, friends. if I could break this down. Quote friends. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that word means. Yeah, friends. Exactly. Um, if they are willing to give their freedom up and willing to do whatever the states is in terms of vaccines, boosters, whatever the fuck, this is annoying, but they're really not going to give a shit about their friends or family either. So like yeah. it always starts with yourself. Like we've talked about this. I, I mean, I'm sure me and you have talked about this, but I've always said this: the relationship that you have that you have with yourself is gonna go on to affect other relationships that you have. So if someone is literally gonna give their freedom away, they're gonna expect you to give it away as well. And I think maybe that's something that we don't understand. So because I've been like all about trying to get the vax to stand with the unvax, and I'm thinking, I don't think that can happen because they've already given it away so why would they think I mean it's a double whammy really because they're going to be like well this person who I'm not I don't really care that much about is slowing everything down stopping the whole whatever they want the problem is that and I've said this before is with this whole COVID passport thing um they're going to be denied entry if they don't get their booster they're second third fourth fifth booster the thing is that they don't know that they think that they've been a good little citizen they've done what they've you know they're going to move this whole thing forward we're going to leave all the unvaccinated people behind (laughs) and it sucks it sucks so bad like it's the worst feeling i was talking to a friend so um he's called sam he's created the great parent declaration which i posted about recently I'm basically trying to get parents to sign it or anyone across the world to sign it. We've had doctors sign it. Um, I think he's on like a thousand signatures now and it's not a petition, it's a declaration. And I was talking to him tonight and he's basically in like a family group chat and his nan is in Spain. And he asked her to sign this declaration a week ago and she ignored it. And she sent a message today saying, it's really nice in Spain. Everybody's wearing masks. They're doing as they're told. Everybody's safe. Um, They're giving the vaccine to 12 to 15 year olds. So it makes it a lot safer than the UK. Because obviously there's a bit of, of, uh, not argument, but, like what's the word hesitancy around that right now um but he he basically just said to me I just went ballistic because these people are acting like they're in a cult they're acting like no one else has a say so when he responded to her the whole family was like 
don't push your views on on us blah 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 and he's like you started talking about it don't expect me not to retaliate because this is important stuff so yeah like I don't know it's really really hard to get yourself into the mind of a person who feels like this is the right thing it isn't it isn't go ahead go on well I'm just saying that like I can see both sides and and I can't we can't put everyone in a group that's not realistic so I I have one or two very reasonable people who understand the repercussions and they've looked into it and they don't trust it, but they're basically like, I'm just going to do this for convenience sake. And I don't agree with it. I don't want to do it. I'm scared of it, but I don't want to be inconvenienced. And I have some sort of respect for that honesty. Like I don't want that person to get it, but it's just, there's those people but then there's people who are genuinely terrified. And those are the people I feel the worst for because they are the most brainwashed, even though they refuse to look at information. I don't know that they get a pass much longer, but they're living in fear. And I've seen these individuals, but then there's the people who are getting it for convenience sake and then like screw everybody else. They they're and their virtue signaling as though they are, it's this classic far left liberal mentality that I ran away from that is, you know, we're doing this to save lives and they're righteous. They're self-righteous about it to the point. And then these are the people when they go interview people on the beach, I don't know if you've seen those videos where they're like, uh, we're signing a petition that people who don't get the vaccine should go to jail. And they do it like just as a joke. And all these people sign it. I'm like, those are the ones that I think I just realized are in my life. Some of them. And when I found that out, I was like, all bets are off. And I still have compassion for the reasonable people that do exist who are busy raising their babies and they just got it because they thought they were doing the right thing, but they're not out there virtue signaling. They're not out there wanting others to suffer, to die. Like I had someone in my family tell me, I can't wait till you end up in the hospital straight up. Because I was trying to tell her like a year ago about the actual COVID numbers and mask stuff. And her response was, yeah, she told me like, you're putting people in danger and I can't wait till you die. Love her to death. I don't blame her. She's just severely, you know, indoctrinated by this shit. But like, that's the type of thing I've seen everywhere. People say that shit. And these are the ones who are saying that they're doing their duty to save lives, but they want us to all die. It's just like, no, that's it's the same thing. As well, though. <laughs> same thing as yeah, like, I love because- black people, but not black conservatives. You don't get to pick and choose <laughs> who fucking yeah, matters according to you. But that's, anyway. that's upsetting as well, because you know, By the you're way, not just dealing with the, you mean, I wonder, I wonder which Joe said that. I do always wonder which Joe said that. Because for people listening, oh, I know. Jaws. For people listening oh, to the yeah. podcast, I have a, a mug that says "You ain't black" <laughs> because I think it's funny. I it's always nowhere show near my- as cool as mine, which says "Little Miss Princess" on it. Like it's it. just nowhere near as cool. <laughs> Yours is way better. Not cool. <laughs> I always look at my boyfriend. I'm like, "You ain't black." <laughs> you ain't black. It's true. You ain't black. Joe doesn't think you're black. Yeah, no. But the thing is. The other thing is, on top of this, we've probably not talked about, is the fact that these people are brainwashed and we get pissed off about it, but they're brainwashed. They are mentally incapacitated. It's a problem and we love them and we don't know how we could ever get them out of that 
that place. So we haven't even really touched on that, but it's scary because yeah. we want them to get better. These, these people, we say brainwashed so like nonchalantly, but they are, they've been affected by this, this thing and we need to fix how you know, they're thinking. There's a thing where there's brainwash and those are the ones I met when the, I was talking about the people who are genuinely afraid and brainwash. I see it a lot in older individuals. Like they're just yeah. really scared. And I, and those are the people I'll put a mask on around because if I see the fear in your eyes, my heart, like I have compassion big time. I'm talking about young people. There's a people. lady in, in the, just quickly, there was a lady in the supermarket tonight. And when I went to get my dinner, she had gloves on and a mask mm-hmm. and I just felt awful. Yes. I, that's how I feel when I see those people my heart breaks and I get really angry that they have instilled that kind of irrational fear in someone because I'm like I get like really pissed off at the system at the media mainly but the the people I'm talking about they they're not afraid that's the thing they're having barbecues in their backyard they're where it doesn't matter you know what I mean like they're they're not masking their children in any environment other than school it's all about the fact that they don't want to ruffle feathers they don't want to appear like they might be anywhere towards the right god forbid their reputation as a social justice warrior who does nothing social justice ish (laughs) god forbid someone thinks that you know they're a dangerous conspiracy theory these they don't might be called an anti-vaxxer Oh my God, God forbid. So that, you know, the thing that really pisses me off about these people is that now the kid stuff is rolling out. And if you get your child vaccinated and you're extremely educated, okay, like do what you got to do. And I'm not talking about all vaccines. I'm talking specifically right now about the COVID vaccine, but the majority of people, what is sad is they are going to just do it because they personally don't want to get any negative uh, reputation about it. And they will not even read shit that I send them before they give their child a vaccine for something. Their child is more, has more of a chance of getting struck by lightning than dying of COVID. Mm -hmm. And they have no information. We don't even have a year's worth of information, as you know, on this vaccine, these people care more about their fucking reputation than their children in my opinion and i know that sounds like a horrible thing to say but no it's true because you see i don't get it actually you'll see it like on the they'll put i've seen it i've fucking seen it people with adults parents have posted about their child being in hospital with adverse reaction and they'll say i don't really want the disclaimer thing that we were literally talking about earlier I don't really want anyone to call me anti-vaxxer because I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I just want to tell you all that my child <laughs> is having an adverse reaction to a vaccine. And I'm like, you don't need to just give us that disclaimer. Yeah. So exactly what you're saying, like the more scared, the more scared, and this is the scary thing for me at the point where we're at in terms of our generation, our life, this timeline, is that people are more scared to be called an anti-vaxxer, conspiracy theorist, psychopath, in the comments or dms than they are about their child that's what that's what scares me because i would not give a shit wouldn't i wouldn't give a shit if it i would only care about my kid that's it and like that's what's scary 
that that is scary. I've seen it multiple times. And did I've you see? Seen, oh, so there was, did you see that one with this, the? Sorry. No, on. did you see that one with the that little boy? I believe was breaking out in hives, and he was terrified about getting the vaccine because he had had an adverse reaction before. And the mom yeah. was basically showing the photo, and then I'm thinking, oh, she's speaking out. And he's crying in the corner of a room, like with a freaking rash all over his body. And then she's basically like, if he can get the vaccine, so can you. And I'm like, what the hell just, what did I just witness? This is the most, and then, or you see all these people who are like, well, I'm double vaxxed and I got COVID and I feel awful, but thank God I got my vaccine. You guys all go get it. And I'm like, they've (laughs) lost their fucking mind. I just, (laughs) I don't know, girl. I am like, and I'm at the point where I'm tired of apologizing. I'm tired of, you know, I think that there's something kind of false about my kindness. And that's something that's hard to admit. But I think I'm I'm realizing that like when I said, I don't know if I said earlier, but I feel like I'm setting myself free from um caring what people think. And part of that, I think the reason that I held back some of my anger in times was because it's something that could be held against me maybe. And maybe it was a little more about my ego. And I think you see that. And like, even in religion, there's this like, be nice. Cause you're a Christian, but really you're kind of a bitch. Well, sometimes I'm kind of a bitch. And like, I wonder if I'm holding back something, some part of myself, because I, it's about my image and mm. I, I'm, I haven't been true to myself in the fact that I have, because, and there is a guilty side of me that doesn't want to hurt people, but I don't know. I just think there's some sh- kind of shift that's going on in our world right now where, you know, for the first year or so, it was like, we got to wake people up and we, our hearts are so genuinely for humanity, seeing the truth and trying to stop people from the bus that's headed towards them. But now we're at a point where it's like, people have had ample time. They're picking sides. And they're doing it while laughing at those of us who are in this fight to the degree that we are, as we lose our livelihood, our freedom, our jobs, our whatever. And I'm like, no, y'all motherfuckers, you chose, you chose this. Why am I acting like you're my friend? And why am I caring if you're going to stick around and allow me to be in your life anymore? Like, and maybe that, I don't know. So setting myself free from worrying about what people think letting them get offended at me and knowing that I caused it. I'm ready to own that because I don't know. I love it. I, I love it. Know. Well, first, first thing that I want to say, like in my head when you were talking then was Jesus flipped tables. So let's mm-hmm. start there. <laughs> Secondarily to that, my mantra and will always be the same mantra is take no shit, but do no harm. Yeah. That's a super important thing. I think that, especially like as empaths or whatever you want to call people who are super in tune with what's going on right now, we don't know when to stop emptying our cup. Like we don't know. We don't have this like cutoff point. We don't have this, this guide to tell us like stop. And there was this super good quote that I read, which was basically saying that karma always comes around no matter what. But karma can also come for you if you give too much, if you are too kind. It will come back and it will have to balance itself. Yeah. So it's really, really important that you just like, I'm not giving any more of this shit. Like, so just as like a personal thing for me, um, I have one of my close, 
I don't have many friends. Like, I, I don't need a sub story here, but I don't have many friends at all. The, the one that I'm probably closest to right now, especially, in the, obviously, in real life, is my lifting partner. And she got the vax. Um, this is funny because I, like, I've talked about her before on this profile. And I had this dream that she found my profile and she was like, Ray, why are you talking about me on there? And I was like, oh, God. So basically, I hope that she doesn't, she doesn't well, hear Well, none this. of us know but- who she is. <laughs> she's 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 lovely like she she really is her boyfriend is a uh, fiance should i say is a conspiracy theorist like he is basically me so she's got her lifting partner at the gym and her fiance at home who's saying the same things but she went to get the vaccine because she and this is something that you touched on before ashley didn't want to miss out on things she thought the vaccine passport was coming and she was like gonna go get the first dose she'd put it off put it off put it off because I was basically seeing all this stuff and telling her that you know if you want children you really want to stay away from it blah blah blah. anyway she went for it and um she is one of the people that I have this battle with on a daily basis because she knows she knows that they are trying to take our freedom away she knows that they are trying to overreach but she still did that anyway because she was being she was just trying to I suppose it would be like back at school like secondary school when you just did as you were told because it just made life easier to have a detention you have go to isolation yeah I wasn't like that I definitely was in isolation detention all the time but <laughs> that would be the kind of student it's like a it's like a school again like it's it's like what is Boris Johnson telling me to do? I'm going to go do it. It's make my life my life easier. Does she think that I should be taken away in a boxcar? Probably not. But she would have no say. She would have to watch it happen because she she can't do anything about it. So she would see me go away hypothetically and i'm not being funny it's not really hypothetical at this point because it's with on the brink of it see me being taken away to this camp or testing center or whatever she can't do anything but is she is is does she care maybe but like that's that's the thing that's frustrating is that you know that they know how bad this is but they still comply and we must have lived a hundred million lives before where we were super rebellious super anti whatever and this is what I want to like circle back to sorry just being a gen right now I am ginger um I want to circle back to the fact that you talked about being what liberalism actually meant like I would love for you to tell the listeners what it actually means because even I want to know really well it's it's no one's it's evolved over time and I had a really great podcast with uh, my friend Black Grant for Liberty, where he kind of explained it and it has evolved over time. And I know like my boyfriend's aunts are like in their seventies and they are these incredible old school liberals who marched for women's rights and, you know, all types of changes that we've seen happen. Like liberalism, I believe in the past shine the most when there was an injustice that needed to be righted. And obviously 
before gay people had the same rights. Like that's when you see a movement where people band together to stick up for them being treated with equality towards, you know, if I can do something then they should be able to as well. And that's like at the heart mm-hmm. of liberalism. It's, it's where we stand up for the rights of everyone. We believe that everyone deserves the same freedoms, the same opportunities, the same whatever. And we kind of band together. So I think that we haven't really had in a while something where one individual group is being threatened. So what's happened on the left there, they've gotten so far away from true liberalism that they are in this phase right now where they're creating crisis out of nothing and creating things to complain about that it's, it's just all this insane shit. Like we'll get into it on one of these podcasts, like the gender identity stuff. A lot. Like I am fully forward saying that's just a small example, like say whatever you are, whatever you feel like, great. Okay. Wonderful. But what that has nothing to, that's not a right. That's not an inherent right. A right is a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You know what I mean? You don't have a right to be given a home by the government or anything. You have a right to the air. You have a right to your liberty. So we live in a country where we have the opportunity to make whatever we want out of our lives, at least here in America. And people are deciding that being liberal now means they are owed something by the rest of us and they alone. And it's become this very, um, it's like an exclusive situation where I don't know, I don't even know what it is anymore because it turned into judging and hating everyone else, demonizing everyone else. If you're not their brand of waving the right flag or being the right way, then all of a sudden you are a bigot, a racist, a homophobe. If you vote differently, you could be a black gay man, which I follow multiple accounts of black gay men who are demonized by the left. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, they don't care about the things that they say that they do anymore. And those of us who genuinely, yeah, those of us who genuinely did care about those things, when we realized that they were all talk, uh, it was like, there's nowhere to go. And then you find a home on the left, which I wanted to get in with you. And like some of our, some of the similarities that we're seeing lately, um, the same kind of shit. Only I would say it's more with the religious. What would you say? that you're saying for me as a person who's kind of not really very religious, I've noticed like for me, I would compare the very like LGBTQ super left vocal activist ones with the super Christians on the right. I was going to say the Bible blushes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They seem very similar to me and it's so weird because they claim to be arch enemies, but they're very much the same in my opinion. Yeah. And and I think this is a, just before I touch on this, do you find it weird that right now, whilst all of this is going on, we've got um, the abortion laws coming into Texas. So we've got my body, my choice, but we've got the mandates coming with the vaccine. I just, I just want to throw that out there to say that like, we've got like the two exactly the same time you've got the two well it's weird because things which contradict themselves but you know what it's doing is making both sides hypocritical yeah it's kind of it's a very strange thing like i we need to dedicate a whole episode to abortion but no i do i'm with you on that it's very ironic (laughs) yeah i agree like honestly like me and my mom 
um she might be listening I don't know if she is but me and my mom had this conversation like I so my um I suppose impulsive side is like at least it will stop people using abortion as contraception and she's like well what about the women who are put at risk by the the sometimes it's a very small amount rape incest etc and I just love that she like talked to me about that because it was such a good conversation to have with her and it made me think well maybe I'm too too polarized maybe I'm because I've gone from pro-choice to pro-life and now I'm like way over this side and I'm like should I be coming back over this side and I think that the discussions that you have make you see where you want to be on that spectrum and I don't think it's a bad thing to be wavering either I think if you're always challenging those beliefs, I think it's a good place to be. And the thing that frustrates me is when people don't want to budge, like they just do not want to budge. And I'm like, you can budge, you know, like I've been here, 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 here. Like it doesn't matter. It just, all your belief system is based on your experience anyway. But yeah, like in terms of like, (laughs) <laughs> call them the bible bashes I've done this before and I've said I don't mean to be mean like it's just it's just how <laughs> it is but yeah um the whole I guess I need you to teach me or educate me on what's been going on with Nicki Minaj like because apparently she's been you know getting some swipes from the religious peeps and I don't know I, I find that there's just if we live our life, no matter what the subject is, closed off and boxed in, we'll never grow. Like, we yeah. have to grow. So it doesn't matter 100%. how you believe or what you believe. you just got to keep... You've got to basically... If you want to sit yourself inside a box, just allow it to grow a little bit. That's yeah. that's all I ask. Like, that's the best thing to ask. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me what's... This, this whole Nicki Minaj shit, like, I'm so excited <laughs> to... I was like... I need you to educate me. I've not. I've had a little bit of a break. Ashley, please tell me what's going on with Nicki Minaj. Yay! I, well, I think it's amazing. Uh, so I don't know anything about Nicki Minaj. The whole point is, she came up in the scene recently for being. Uh, she basically told a quick story about her cousin in Trinidad whose friend got like enlarged testicles after getting the vaccine and was impotent. And she was just telling people, you know, be, you guys just make sure that you pray about this decision first. I'm going to hold off and do my research, like until I know more. And she was like, don't get bullied into doing this. Make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. And she went on to like, tell people to still wear a mask and use it safely and all this. So she's clearly not an anti-vaxxer. She's clearly not like, you know, like us and to the degree that we are, but Mm -hmm. she basically was just sharing her personal opinion and she proceeded to get, uh, a lot of flack from the left, like the news outlets. Um, a lot of people started coming after her. Yeah. Well, like prominent people were basically coming after her, like trying to discredit her. And then she got a lot of the bots and a lot of her fans, but she had a lot of support and they're like, you and I know, like there's a ton of people who are hesitant with this COVID shot in the black community. So there was a lot more support than she didn't have. So anyway, she's getting all of this from like the politicians and the media, like all of this negative attention. So she goes on Tucker Carlson or she doesn't go on Tucker Carlson. He does a piece about it and he's basically saying all she did 
was speak up and then she's getting torn down. They're writing hit pieces about her. They're like, you know, the same things that they do. So anyway, uh, she clapped back. She didn't just take it lightly. And then I think Twitter may have censored her. Um, she started getting all of this. Anyway, I'm explaining it poorly, but she's no. not taking it lying down and she's coming after the people that are attacking her. And she's talking about free speech now. She's saying, look at what they're doing to me. They're demonizing me simply because I had an opinion or a thought. She was like, and now they're tearing down my character. They are trying to censor me. And so we are seeing someone on the left who has 22 million followers on Twitter now being a vocal advocate for free speech because, you know, she's getting, they're trying to destroy her on her own side. And I, last night she did a live and I caught her and I went in and it was incredible because it's Nicki Minaj's version of FU to the system that she's supposed to bend the knee to. And she's not doing it like the majority of other Hollywood and music industry people do. And it's pretty incredible to watch for me. Uh, other than that, I don't know a ton about Nicki Minaj, her personal life, none of that, nor do I care. And so I think that's been really incredible because of her reach and the fact that people are supporting her on her live last night. It was, she has a limited who can con comment, but Timberland was in there. I don't know if you know, I used to love Timberland. Mm -hmm. He was in there supporting her. I saw a uh, Birdman in there supporting her and I forget who there was another. And I was like, Oh, I'm starting to see other prominent people in the music industry supporting her speech, which to me, this is huge. I feel like for, mm -hmm. for the, for the first amendment and for the truth, this is huge because it's opening up the discussion to people who aren't going to sympathize with conservatives being censored and, and they're going to yeah. see the bigger issue. Yeah. So that said today, I noticed not one, not two, multiple people in all different levels of prominence, some small accounts, and then some like nationally known individuals coming out and saying that we're idolizing Nicki Minaj and we shouldn't be doing that because her life isn't the way that it should be. And it's like religious types basically saying she spent all this time degrading herself as a woman and showing you the wrong image of what a woman should be. And now we have all these people idolizing her, putting her on a pedestal. And I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Are we defending the truth and the freedom of speech? Because if that's the case, one, she's, we agree with her on this truth, but also shouldn't we defend it even for people who disagree with us when they get canceled, when they get yeah. censored? So that's been very interesting to watch this, this random, like very leftist again, mentality of cancellation of someone and attacking someone's character instead of the message, because her message is exactly what we've been saying. And they're going after her character and actually a Congress, uh, someone who ran for Congress last year and lost another black woman that I love posted a photo of Nicki Minaj uh, from one of her albums and her booty hanging out and basically was calling out that this is the type of woman that you're going to support. And I'm like, so we're going to attack her character. Okay. That sounds like what we've had to deal with for the last six years. <laughs> mm. Well, it's a hard line that we've got to go through. Like, I feel like right now, where we are, we have to, like, roll with the punches. Like, that's the line I'm going to use. 
because whoever is going to come up and stand up maybe we need to think oh I don't really know what the motive is but I'd say that's 10 percent, and I'd say 90 percent. let's just utilize this event as being a good thing because it's gonna wake up a lot of young people as well so Nikki obviously has so many million followers just a quick story just a quick story I I used to love Nicki Minaj like when she so when she did um I think it was Bedrock with Little Wayne when no one knew who she were she, she was at all and the last time I really went out on the town I was attacked and that was the night I wore uh oh, I should find it I should find it but I have a Barbie necklace you know she's got the Barbie necklace with like the gems in I was mm-hmm. wearing a, a swimming costume with leggings with disco pants and this massive Barbie necklace and I could not be more opposite to Barbie redhead just just the opposite it was just kind of ironic that I was wearing it but I love Nicki Minaj and that was the night where I was brutally attacked by three girls. But that's by the by. Let's just leave that alone. I absolutely used to love her. I don't know if I do now, but I don't feel like she's as ratchet as like Cardi B, Lizzo, and all of the people who play into the hands of, of that kind of side. Right. I've always felt like Nikki's been a little bit further back, being a little bit more like... um. I don't know, bit, a bit more like a queen. I, I, I know I what you're saying. I don't, no, basically. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I don't really, I don't really, I, this is the thing. So I cut off, I've never really liked celebrities too much. I've always been like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like her because I like that song. But I've never been like, you know, like how Lady Gaga's got the little monsters and all that kind of thing. And the Beyonce's got her like little bees and stuff. But when it comes to so them saying something, that is so it's super the opposite from what we've heard from all of the celebrities like Halsey, Beyonce, anyone who we've we've looked at for the last couple of years. She's saying what we are saying. And oh, even though you might not yeah. agree with what she's doing, fuck. She is saying that to a huge platform and they might not agree with it, but it'll plant a seed. Right. So let's utilize that. And the thing is like what she said, wasn't even that controversial. She literally just said, you know, make sure you do your research. You're not bullied into it, which her surprise at the, at the, the backlash, it's really about the fact that all of these people want to treat her like they're her master and that she needs to fall in line and get the memo that, you know, if you're in a position as a celebrity or in the industry whatsoever, this is your role. You vote for Joe Biden. You're, you know what I mean? Like you're vocal about these things and not those things. Yeah. You you ain't black. You do what we say. And for me, one of the biggest, like, kind of like professional slavery examples we have in America is the music industry. And it's not talked about enough because these people are, they're enslaved. They're not free. They are, they are molded and shaped into what they're mostly white producers, white people, managers want them to be. And it's disgusting. So what's happening is her 
pushing back. It's not even about the vaccine stuff. She's pushing back in the fact that we aren't even allowed to ask questions about what goes in our body. And that's the shit she's saying. Like you should listen to, I posted it. Uh, you should just listen to it. It's like 14 minutes of her just going off and it's raising questions in a group of people. Like I said before, that literally wouldn't hear it from anyone but her. And so for me, I see that as a huge breakthrough moment. And I don't care about how ratchet or raunchy her. I'm not one that really gets bothered by that. I hate the satanic stuff because I know about that. But at the other end, I'm not a prude. And (laughs) I don't care what she's doing (laughs) because I'm not, I don't need to sign off on her as a person. The truth stands alone. And this is something that I think people don't realize. Like, I think there's even a part in the Bible, if you want to talk about like Christian beliefs where, oh, I can't remember where it was. It's in the New Testament. Basically, like the truth comes in any form. Like it, it's the truth, even if it's in a false prophet, even it's like, if the truth is being preached, then that's all that matters. And I even think about my waking up process and when I first woke up a year and a half or so ago, like the things and people I listened to right away. Now I look back and I'm like, they were 99% wrong. A lot of them were way off, but they gave me a stepping stone and they opened up something in my mind that taught me something and took me on my journey of discovery. So Nicki Minaj right now is breaking open that little thing in a lot of people's brain. That's like, wait a second, why are they allowed to do that? And then guess what? It goes from Mm -hmm. there. So it's huge. This is like a huge celebratory thing, right? Like, and then these people are like, why are you guys listening to her? She's not a Christian. I'm like, what? (laughs) Sit down. (laughs) Sit down. (laughs) Yeah, sit down. Dude, you give me goosebumps every time we talk. Like literally, I get goosebumps every time like you come up with profound. Mm. Yeah. Because that was, you're so, so right. And I think that Again, this goes back to people being triggered, people being offended. People just have to let the fuck go and be like, okay, what is the message? And if we're looking at like God's message, if someone is, is, and free speech and freedom is God's message. If someone's saying that, let them fucking say it. Exactly. The truth is so important. And the thing is like, I think that everyone right now has this tempting thought that we need to be all the same and it's happening on the left the right like all these different places everyone's like if you're not exactly like me then therefore you're wrong and everyone's doing it and one thing that we forgot is that's completely unrealistic we need to live and let live we need to accept the fact that people are never going to agree with us on spiritual matters on this on that that's America. That's the world. It's actual diversity is for everyone to be able to have a different belief, a different stance, look different, call themselves whatever they want. But we have to fundamentally agree if this is going to work for our, if our countries are going to be free, we have to fundamentally agree on basic principles. And of those principles, it is what it's, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is the freedom to speak, the freedom to have your own thoughts, your own mind, the freedom of bodily autonomy. Like as long as we're not murdering each other, you know, like, and that's where we've gotten lost somehow in all of this polarity everyone is like, if you're not in my specific brand of club, I hate you. And it's turned so tribal that I'm like, 
I think we've lost the plot. (laughs) Like we're not, we should, I'm not going to be not like, I think some people are like, I'm not secure until everyone in the world gets a vaccine. Like Nico and I were talking about it last night. My boyfriend, I was like, can you imagine being like, I'm going to die until, unless every single person in the entire world hops on one foot every night at 5 PM. And if one person doesn't do it, <laughs> then I'm in danger. I was like, that's how the vaccine people are. But then you have the Christian people, like everyone that doesn't believe in God and isn't like a hundred percent pro-life and isn't da, 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 they're all going to hell. And I'm not going to be happy or rest in my life until those people all are eradicated or think like me. I'm like, you guys, <laughs> it's the same shit. We have to allow people to be who they are, you know, but like at the same time, this is, I don't know. I just am stoked about Nikki. Like it was also really refreshing to hear someone clap back who doesn't sound like all of us. I was like, she brought it with a flair that I, it was, I just, it was refreshing to me because she was bitchy about it. She was pissed off. She was like, you said that queen. Like, oh, hell no, you do not do this to me. And I was like, oh, I like this. (laughs) This is a fun way to hear it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was was like, uh, in the life (laughs) that I heard, she was basically like, people don't want to hear a smart woman speak. And um, like, not to go like overly into like this whole feminism thing, but I, I watched a video today, like this reel, and it was like basically what the world thinks a godly woman is like. And it was basically like reading the Bible and holding hands and just being like godly. And then it was like what Satan sees the women of God like. And it was basically fucking Vikings. Like <laughs> I'm holding a sword, like Daenerys of Game of Thrones yeah. type stuff, you know, like. And when I thought, when I think about that, it kind of reminds me of how, I guess, maybe like different types of men see us, but it's, so some see us as being like, oh, you know, like this fragile and we need you. And I, I personally, like, I do think men help women in, in their life and, and vice versa. I think women help men in their life. But seeing it being like, okay, this is how Satan sees women of God. And it was just like warriors. And and I'm not saying I'm not saying Nicki Minaj is a warrior. I mean, maybe she is for our cause. She probably is. And I think we should maybe embrace that. But um, she was just basically like, you're either going to call a smart woman crazy or a bitch. Yeah. And you're either going to do both or one, like just decide. Yeah. And She's right. Well, and you know what's sad she, she's is right. two two prominent women attacked her, and one was on the right, and one was on the left. So who, I, Joy Reid, Joy Reid is the one on the. I think her, okay. that's her name. She has a show. I've never watched it, but she was the first person to come at her hard, and it happened. They, of course, they're going to make it be a black woman, but she called that out. She called it out being a black woman. Like this is exactly why it had to be a black woman. I was like, damn, she went straight to the point. Well, then Kim Klasik is kind of doing it uh she ran for the was it congress in baltimore and she didn't win but i loved her she the one in the heels yeah yeah and i adore kim and i still do these things are nuanced but she's coming after her in a way to make a point because she has felt uh she's gotten 
negative feedback for being too sexy or whatever. And she's like, oh, now you guys are going to support this. And so she's kind of making a point, but she's also kind of tearing down Nikki's character. And it's just a low blow. And I'm like, so we have a black woman on the right and the left, and they're both coming after this other black woman. And there's part of me that's like, we're, how are we not missing the point? Like, where's the support for one another? And obviously on the left, I understand why they're attacking her because we can't allow uh, people to actually speak outside of their narrative. But on the right, I'm like, come on guys, what the hell? <laughs> it's like, that's, no, <laughs> that is not what we say. Yeah, so many people... So many people are like, oh, Candace and Nikki need to do an interview. But I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they've had beef before. Or is it Cardi B? Cardi. And- I like Candace, but she's too much for me sometimes. She likes to put herself right in the middle of all the drama. And I don't know. Yeah. She's, she stands she's for a like, lot of good like- things, but there's, I don't know. I think sometimes she goes too hard. And I think sometimes she, I don't know. She's more polarizing than she has to be, in my opinion. But yeah, she is supportive of Nikki, which is great. But I've seen her tear down a lot of other women. So I don't know. I'm glad that she's supportive of Nikki for sure. And I hope that it's genuine. It's hard though, because it's like, it's like, are they tearing down women for the sake of tearing down other women or tearing them down because they disagree? And it's, it's, it's difficult like to know. It's a little bit like, say someone had a disagreement like if I had disagreement with a person who was a you know a black person would it be me being racist or just me being like having a disagreement with someone oh I get what you're saying like it's not necessarily about women but my thing is and and that's a whole different topic but Candace specifically I adore her so much but I I mean like for me I've just seen her specifically kind of create public drama as opposed to these are people she's Mm -hmm. she knows and she's friends with and it I feel like maybe a phone call or maybe a private discussion but she likes to make points and then extend things out for a very long time on her show and even if I agree with her argument I've seen sometimes that she she takes it really far to the point of being almost antithetical like I I don't know I love Candace for so many reasons but I think she, it's kind of her thing to create hype around situations a lot, Mm -hmm. but I could be wrong. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant when I said, like, yeah, when I said, like, that's a whole conversation, I just meant the Candace thing. Like, I think that's a long conversation that we should definitely have sometime because it's nuanced and there's so many different times where I've gotten pulled into her bringing someone to light and creating a situation I'm, I was always team Candace and then I was like you're doing this a lot like <laughs> it becomes a trend and I'm like hmm yeah take, take I know it's a pattern here a little bit <laughs> a little bit I don't know yeah. I'm just a little skeptical sometimes but no I totally get, I totally get that it's it's hard like I'm skeptical skeptical of everyone like it's it's really frustrating because I'm like I just want to just delve myself into this and be like oh I'll take it on and see how I feel but I'm always like so what do we think this person's doing yeah what I'm trying to say 
are they doing are they doing like a double agent thing like what yeah. are you doing here but yeah <laughs> it's, it's just it's, it's, right? it's so it, it's so so tiring like so tiring but yeah so let me let me let us finish up on the whole election Gavin Newsom recall like I want to talk to you about that because I, do, I feel like we touched on it but I don't feel like we talked talked about it like obviously to me as a person in the UK it's a case of yeah it's going to be rigged like just yeah. like the the 2020 election it's going to be rigged yeah but I'm not a person in California I don't feel the things that you feel and I don't see the things that you see so just do you want to run through like I think you were up the whole night I'm pretty sure that I messaged you messaged me at like five in the morning that night. oh no I like, wake up early I was up late and I was up early but yeah I, I went to bed around midnight that night um so basically I, I knew it was going to be rigged but I didn't say it out loud I, I have this little superstition of I try to speak positivity out I don't know I just hope that I don't like to speak things into existence like they're already done when they're negative so I, I knew in my heart like that was the or that Larry Elder was kind of like he was kind of forced upon us and I know a lot of people love him but you know, he came out of nowhere in the last minute, had all of this advertisement. I was like, he could be like a rhino just like right out there. So for me, I I didn't know that either one would be a great situation, but it's just my life has been personally changed so much by Gavin Newsom and so many people's have, and uh, it's just personal with him. Like I don't, Larry Elder hasn't done shit to me. So I tell us, like, I just, like, obviously, I know that some people who are listening will know that, but, like, maybe for my viewers, tell us, tell us, like, you said it was personal, like, tell us. Well, so, just the mandates on California. Like, we are the most heavily mandated state in the country, and he, first of all, he is one of five governors who purposely and willingly sent sick patients into nursing homes in 2020. So five governors in the United States did this, which in 2020 was responsible for the majority of our deaths of COVID was infecting old people on purpose. Donald Trump sent a ship, the, I think it was the mercy and another one. He sent a ship to New York and a ship to LA and our governors didn't utilize them. It was a place where we could have avoided all of that death. So that to me is the biggest thing that he did wrong. Uh, the businesses that he shut down 74, I think was the last number I heard 74% of our small businesses closed permanently. So he decimated the livelihood of our people. Can you imagine having a familial business that's been in your family for generations in one season because of a virus and forever, or just getting it started? Like my hairdresser who literally opened in uh, October of 2019 and had to shut down and she gave everything that she had to this. And she finally, after complying with everything had to go underground, like the black market and do hair in secret. And the amount of people that lost everything because of him is huge. It's personal for me, uh, working as a essential worker, I hate that word and watching the effects on other employees of being isolated and stuck in these masks all day, I watched uh, people tell me about their mental health issues, about getting sick. They were having tooth problems because of the masks. Their dentists were telling them it's from the masks. They were having, uh, they couldn't breathe, respiratory issues, because uh, the essential workers are, they've 
they've been in prison to the mass this whole time while the rest of us are finally free. Um, so basically all of that, I have to like move. Sorry. They have to be removed every 20 minutes. Like I've been thinking about doing like a post on this, trying to explain to people these things need to be changed and removed every 20 minutes. The only reason why surgeons and hospitals wear them is to stop like the blood spurting out of a patient and into the mouth. Like it's nothing exactly. to do with the virus. They don't even work against viruses, but I just want to do a, like I was thinking today, I just want to do a post that says master at work. And I'm like, they don't get it. They don't, yeah. they don't get it. They're Are just, you kidding? So I, have said, anyway. I think I've said masks don't work in like a thousand different creative ways. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm beating my head against the wall every day on Instagram. Like maybe if I say it like this and I give them a piece of chocolate cake with it, I don't know. Like, I literally <laughs> don't know. I'm like, it's never going to happen. So no. Yeah. So it's just, I personally quit my job on principle. I don't know. It's, I felt like so weak at the time, but I couldn't do it. I got to a point where I couldn't do it. I couldn't wear the mask. It just, it wasn't even about wearing it. It was about, I felt like I was doing something against my spirit. Like I was being not true to myself. And so luckily I had a lot of money and savings that I'm still just living off of, but I made the decision to leave my job, which I just found out that from my old coworker that they just decided that everyone has to be vaccinated now. So I would have been leaving now and I would have spent a year suffocating myself, but it's personal. I loved my job so much. I loved my job so much. And making that decision, like all of this unnecessary shit. Uh, yeah, it's personal. So I want that guy out. Also, he, you know, he sent his kids to school when he shut down schools here. He kept his winery open when he shut down people's businesses. He dined at the French laundry with no mask while we weren't allowed to have parties. He threatened to shut off our electricity if we had parties during the, he's a horrible, horrible person. (laughs) And that's just skimming the surface, um, not even getting into the financial stuff. So for me, it was, um, as much as I knew it was right. Sorry, really to interrupt Ash, but like, this is the thing we skim all of this we like if we explain this to a person who doesn't know we're just like well they did this this that we don't really explain the like depravity the oh, evilness it's, and what it's they've so done. bad oh and that's just yeah exactly we would need like a week we oh, need yeah. a week with them to be able to tell them and that's what's frustrating because you can't get it over to them what they've done and it's fucked up because you sat in this matrix and you think they should know, but they don't, they don't even know the fucking half of it. And that's what's frustrating. Sorry. Oh, it's good. No, you're right. It's, it's, it's horribly painful. So, you know, I would, as much as I knew it was rigged, I will always believe in miracles. I believe hard work and hope and sometimes miracles. I just, I will always believe that because it's happened in my life occasionally. So I keep that as a possibility always. And it's not a false sense of hope. It's not hopium, but hope is important, I believe, in life. And especially when you work hard with it. So, you know, as much as I knew it was coming, it's still like when it happened, it was just that you feel so heartbroken. It was the same as with the 2020 election. Like you can't control the fact that it hurts knowing that not only is it going to continue and get worse, like he's probably going to punish us now for doing this. And very, the very next day it was LA County to mandate 
that no one without a vaccine can go anywhere, like except for a church or the grocery store. I can't even, and they haven't put it through yet, but this is the plan. And why wouldn't it happen? Our government's corrupt. It's supported by Joe Biden. Um, they're tight. His aunt is the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. So, you know, the odds are not really in our favor here in California. So I'm just realizing that I am very, very soon, which <laughs> like my boyfriend and I can't go to a concert, can't go to dinner, can't go literally even to a grocery store if it has a like indoor dining in it. So a nice store that has like a little cafe, we can't go there. If a gas station has, this is what they're trying to pass. If a gas station has like a subway or a restaurant on the side, we can't go into that gas station. Like it's going to be very limiting. And if this passes in, like, we're just going to have to stay home and go to the grocery store. And I don't know who wouldn't be devastated about that. <laughs> and then we're forced in the situation of, do we stay or do we go? And um, we're staying, we're going to fight you know, that's just what it is. Because, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if it's the case, but I don't really feel like California is blue. Oh no, it's not. It's really not. We had the well, biggest rallies, uh, independent rallies without even Trump showing up out of the whole country last year. And even this so, year. So <laughs> this is the thing, right? So I'm just, a British bird I don't really know anything but I I've not thought that California is blue I really don't think we're it's not blue. we're not um, especially so not now thinking. especially not now I've well, seen these... posts yeah. how how stupid how stupid is California and I'm thinking uh, this is me on my like looking at my phone going this is I need to make a post about this because this is really pissing me off I don't think California's stupid at all mm-hmm. I think California definitely voted to recall Gavin Newsom I Absolutely. definitely believe that they did not want him to be governor anymore I definitely believe all of that so all that aside California is not stupid because there's no way any same pe- well I don't even fucking know anymore but most <laughs> same people would vote because I think some people have been like, yeah, I would love to keep Gavin. He keeps us safe and we need to have vaccines, etc. Also wear our masks all the time. But yeah. in, when it came to election time for Trump, I believed that Kali was red. So if I'm thinking Kali's red, it's going to be more red than it was when Trump After was elected. After Biden, so yeah. Like, because, wait. Yeah, because there's no Trump derangement to deal with. It's literally, we know that Biden's a dictator now. Like, there's no confusion, but you know, what's crazy there, there are a select group of people in our country who, and I think some of our friends, uh, which I hope I don't have to call friends for much longer, but that genuinely want like this S and M relationship with the government, like the sadomasochist thing. Like, I feel like they want, they're like, govern me harder, daddy. That's what it feels like. It's, yeah. I think they like it. I, I think, think about like, how many. Ooh, I think if they were like, now you need to tie up your hands before you go to the store, they'd probably be like, ooh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think they're I think about it. how like little attention. No, but seriously, <laughs> if you think about how little attention that these people have had. So like, look at me. I've not had much attention, but I can imagine what it's like to be a person who's crazy on that side, who hasn't had much attention, who would need it and would think, 
well, you know, I don't get much in the bedroom normally, so why don't I just let the government do it for me? I, I completely I think that. you're right. Yes. See- and people who like to be dominated and feel safe by like, I don't know. I think it's a kink. Well, this- I really think there's a fetish well, this- element to this. So many people who don't have good fathers either. So oh. they've got daddy issues or whatever they say. And then, yeah, they want <laughs> to be controlled. They don't know anything else. It's, tr- it's true. It's true. It's true. It is true. Be truthful here. It's funny, but it's true. It's definitely true. And it's not funny because it affects me. Because I, I don't have daddy issues. And I don't want, even if I did. And this, I don't know. This is the thing. This is This is the thing. It affects you. People complying affects all of us. And we are at a point where we want to like say, okay, we feel really sorry for you. We're sorry you brainwashed. We want to help you. But at the same time, we're like, fuck you. I'm over it. Fuck you yep. for allowing this to happen. Because Honestly. if you like, there's like a, there's like this, I think now there must be like two branches. We've got a branch of people who are dumb as fuck and don't know what the fuck <laughs> they're doing fine bye we've got but then we've got a branch of people who do know but they're just complying because they need to comply and they can see out this is the thing we talked about tonight how we can see both sides of arguments these people can too they can see our side they understand that we are fighting and can they? they still comply can they see it or do they just think we're crazy and we're putting everyone at risk yeah so, like, take my friend, for example. She fucking knows that I'm yeah. fighting tooth and nail. She gets it. But she That's couldn't true. do anything if I was boxed off. Like, That's true. So, <laughs> yep. And know. these people don't follow the rules in their own homes. They have parties in their neighborhoods, even before the vaccine. So, they're full of shit. So, I don't know. I Like I said at the beginning of this thing, like, I am at the point of... I don't know why I'm really excited to give myself permission to stop being apologetic, to stop filtering myself more importantly. And you know, what's interesting. I said something and obviously I'm crazy shadow ban, but I did say something just unapologetically. And I noticed a lot more positive feedback. And I think that this is something I did want to bring up before we start to wrap is like, I didn't realize how much it was helpful for people to hear someone else be angry because there's like a validating thing about anger. And I know that there was a time that I was watching Lala's live and we know that she's our super fiery girl that does not hold back. And I was watching a live where she was just going off. It was like months and months ago. And I, I got emotional because it was like, I needed someone to be that angry because it was a voice for what I felt, but I was afraid to vocalize and having her justify that thing in me that I felt that I was suppressing was healing and it was validating. And I, I was just telling my mom the other day, there's like, I've always believed in the stages of grief because I've been through, you know, relationship losses, people losses, whatever we've all been through grief. And I, I know the stage as well. And anger has always been my favorite stage because when you get to the point of anger in the grief process, it's the first time that you're putting yourself first. And you're, you're saying that I love myself and I value myself enough to be pissed off that this is happening. And that's when you start to separate from that abuse. 
You know what I mean? Like you're not in the denial. You're not in the bargaining phase. You're not like still trying to hold on to it. You're like, you know what? I don't fucking deserve this. Wait a second. And that's moving into the acceptance and being free, being truly free from the situation. And I, I feel that in this whole situation, I am in the, I'm entering the phase of anger, which I know is close to freedom. And I think that anger gets demonized by us empaths and us people who have huge hearts for humanity and compassion for one another. And we have so much love in our community, even with our faults. But I think we forget of the importance of righteous anger and honoring anger because it is it is necessary. And even in the Bible, it says be angry, but don't sin. So it's finding whatever that means for you. That moment of anger is not a problem. It's it's you know, when you do something that would equate as sin to you, you know what I mean? But anger itself is necessary, right? Like you said, Jesus flipped over tables. (laughs) Yeah, he was mad. I'm I'm welling up. I'm not crying, but I'm welling up. Because it just, it reminds me of, like you were talking about stages of grief and like, I've not talked about it a lot. I've talked about it a couple of times, but I've not talked about it in a great deal. But when I was really young and I watched my grandfather die when I was 14, I and I've, I think I talked about it on your episode actually Ashley when I was doing my whole thing I was so angry that was when I said that I think I gave myself up to be vulnerable to darker forces because I was so angry with God and I was so pissed with him that he would do that and take him away but I didn't understand the cycle of life at that age so it mm. was like I didn't have the full story so my anger was still valid my anger was still righteous but I didn't know how to deal with that anger and I think that's probably maybe the main thing that people are struggling with especially like we're in an age now of people who have serious mental health issues because they don't know how to deal with them if I'd have been taught at 14 that this is the cycle of life that he's okay that yeah. it's just like a it's just how it goes on I would have probably been okay but to me he'd gone he'd been taken from me he'd been severed from me and I, I couldn't see a different way out but now obviously when I look back I'm like that 14 year old girl that I she's still part of me because she's a stubborn bitch but <laughs> she <laughs> she is she's she was so strong even at that age she just needed to know like if I could tell her now that that's just how it was supposed to be he was in your life for a reason he left your life he will teach you as you go on when you're older even though he's not here like all of that yeah it was just super super important so you know I I literally like maybe emotional I I think you've always how you you would things. I just think you're like one of the most strong individuals. And that's what we were talking about before we decided to do this podcast is like of this idea of being a pioneer. And like you mentioned, not having that many friends and, you know, I've been the same boat. I have a handful, but I've always been a loner and very on my own. And we'll just touch on this real quick. Like part of the reason we were relating is you know, I think some of us truly are called to be pioneers and the reason that you're so strong and that I'm so strong and a lot of the 
people that we've met through this process are, especially the women, are extremely strong individuals. I think, I think it's kind of like our calling. It's our purpose. It's like we've been activated to, we were here for this moment in time. And I, I believe that. So I don't know about you, but I fully feel like I've been activated. And that doesn't mean I know what I'm doing half the time, but it's like, <laughs> it really doesn't. But like my whole life, I was just kind of like, oh, this is life. I'm just hanging out in life. It's fine. But like now I'm like, I know my purpose. I know <laughs> like that I agree. I'm here for a reason. So like, I think that part of that, like that feeling of being alone or of going through these things, of having these intensity of emotions and feelings, but still needing to push through and persevere. It's just that pioneer spirit of, of literally being the trailblazer, being the first person to go through the forest and whack down the trees and get to know the landscape and to show other people the way. And, you know, it can be lonely. It can be a lonely road. Like it just, it is like, I've had so many friends leave. I know that you've experienced that. Um, but once you understand that that is kind of your thing, you can take ownership over it and be like, okay, that's my life now. And that's why I'm excited too right now. Cause I'm, I'm like, I don't have to wait around for people to accept me, even though I'm a Trump supporter. Oh my God. I can't believe I went and did that. <laughs> like, oh, I hope you guys are still my friends after this because I went and voted wrong. But <laughs> I'm at that point where I'm like, wait, do you know what? I think I'm ready to skim even more of the fat in my life because uh, I know my purpose and why am I holding on to this shit? That's just the last thing I need to be free of or another thing I need to be a free, free, free from, you know? And I think you're the same mm -hmm. way. It's like when you take that ownership over it and your purpose. Yep. Yeah. Cause I could never like, I could never understand why are people ghosting me? Why are people refusing to speak to me ever again for no reason? And uh, genuinely it would be for no reason. Yeah. I, I just, I know explanation and be like, what's wrong like just tell me what's wrong and I can learn from it and this is the thing like you know you're at a really good point when you can be like the person who says just tell me what's wrong and then I can take that on and see if that will affect the rest of what I'm doing normally it's on them but you don't know that until the time and I think that there's that there's that quote that says that God uh, hears conversations behind you back and then he removes you he, he removes that relationship from your life because it's better that way but it's always been really frustrating in in real time because you're like we've been friends for years and now you've just like literally I've been friends with <laughs> friends with people for years and they've just not spoken to me again there's been no reason no rhyme or reason you think okay well maybe if there was a reason then I couldn't understand it but it's the same thing over and over again I'm like okay it must be that I'm here living this life right now to go through those relationships and have people ghost me so it's like again back to the point before the whole perceptive thing like perception of what's going on yeah. and as long as you're doing like enough work to find out why if you're if if you are really trying like and I guess you're the same like you've tried so hard to find out why and they've not responded, that's not on you. Yeah, you I don't have yeah. done and you know in your heart you've done enough. I don't so as much anymore. That's enough. 
but just, but yeah, it's like one of the, my whole life, that was my story. Just like you, like I literally had just people one day be done and not know why. And then I would beg and wonder, and well, I haven't begged in a long time, but I don't know. It's interesting because also during this time, the more that I find myself and the more that I am confident in who I am, and I had to like lose all this shit in that process, the people that I'm finding like you and like some of the girls that I've met in this process, they're actually the type of friends that I always hoped for that when we do have a disagreement, we work through it. Like (laughs) I, I bring up Lala a lot, but like I, she's just been kind of a, she's been a little bit ahead of me in paving a way. So I don't get that opportunity a lot to look at someone that is like going before. And I'm like, Oh, I can, I can get a little more courage. Cause she's just like blazing full speed ahead. And her and I, like, I, we have snippy moments sometimes, you know, where we like a little argument, but what does she do? She calls me on it. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's like what I've always wanted my whole life was for someone to just tell me what's up. Why are you being this way? And like the friendships that I have that I'm gaining, like with you and there's literally like multiple women that I am getting to know that I'm like, this is what I wanted all along. I just had to become Mm -hmm. my confident self. And maybe we just are attracting that at this point in our life, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I feel like when we do the topic, the topic podcast, I do feel like me and you are going to have different views, but I don't feel like you're not going to be able to teach me anything. Like, I don't feel like I'm closed off enough for me to be like, oh, I disagree with you. And that's that. That's the end of the episode. I feel like you're going to be able to tell me things that are going to make me think and like vice versa. And vice I think versa, that's for sure. I honestly believe that that is the ticket, that is the solution to what's happening right now because we are so divisive, like mainstream media divisive, social media divisive, like all of these things divisive. I think if we just sit for one second and say to each other, I want to have a conversation with you. You could teach me something. I want to have a conversation with you. I, I could teach you something. Let's talk. Yeah. That's the solution I love it maybe like you were saying about being in a room and like letting the room grow you know what I mean like if you're going to be in that's exactly right yeah and I think that's exactly how God would want us to be like us exactly his teaching like for us to be able to have these discussions not hate each other not get triggered and just be like okay even if at the end of this, I disagree with you, because this is the thing, like, so just as before we finish this one example, you know about Brexit, right? Mm-hmm. So we, uh, Britain, Britain left Europe. So there was this one meme that someone made, which was basically Winnie the Pooh with Piglet. And it said, did you vote for Brexit? And Piglet said, no. And then Winnie the Pooh said, yes, I did. And Piglet said, it's okay then and then they like held each other's hands and like went forward well you think that was sweet but the most most of the UK or whoever was involved with just I genuinely do think there's so many more bots than people these days but yeah they were basically saying like this is not how it should be this is this is we can't just we can't just agree to disagree and all this crap like no 
I'm going to sit you down in that chair and tell you, you can agree to disagree and disagree to agree. Like, that's just how it is. And if you're pissed off about it, get over yourself. And this is going back to like being, not being offended by someone else's thoughts and just being like, let it go over your head. It's fine. I think something different. I don't know. I, ju- oh, I just I think that. it's so simple. It's so simple. Like, it frustrates me to see every day that we are stuck constantly in this head-to-head, even with, like, Nicki Minaj and, like, people who are saying that she's wrong or people on the left or the right or whatever saying she's wrong. Like, just do, just stop and think, what is the message? Which is what you said. The message is what's important. The vibe is what's important. We should all be coming together and saying, this is how it is. And you can decide. I suppose it's it's hard because we're like, oh, well, even if you decide to go the other way and be like a mask wearer, vaccine person, jabble children person, I kind of hate you. But <laughs> I, this is the thing, right? So like, fine, up until the kids, this is a whole other podcast, but up until the kids, I yeah. was just like, okay, do whatever you want. But now it's like children are involved. It's different. It's and some it's of different. these topics are going to cause us to be more angry. And that's the thing. It's like le- letting people believe what they want doesn't mean that we're not going to have conflict. Like you're talking about, we, we need a discussion that's greater. We need to be able to have nuance and yeah, we're not always going to agree on things, but I don't know that I think what you hit the nail on the head when you talked about not being so offended. And that is for me, the goal, because if you're going to be offended, you're not going to grow at all. And for me personally, I get offended all the time and I have to deal with my own shit. Like I'm, but I personally love the fact that like you specifically are one of those people who make me think outside of the box. You come up with ideas and say things sometimes that are so different it's like everyone's talking about this topic and you come like you're a field a mile away and you're like what about this perspective and I'm like oh I never would have thought to look at it from the angle and it's really exciting so I think those conversations are really important and I've recently been challenged like to the point where I had to realize like I did something that was you know someone helped me to think outside of the box and knowing that I was wrong and admitting where I was insensitive or whatever in that situation was a good opportunity to grow and I just think going back to like just me expressing anger, that's something that helps me to kind of justify it is I want to live in a world that's not so sensitive. That's not like this, this far left idea of like that they're teaching in the the colleges here where it's basically like, oh, you need a safe space. Like if we say mean words that hurt you, we'll give you a teddy bear and you can go in this room and have a timeout. Like I want to live in a world where we sharpen one another, even if we get offended. My ego gets burned all the time by people in this community. But I have to sit back and be like, damn, they were right. Like, uh, it just is what it is. And then I get to grow, you know? And so with me being the free self that I'm going to be, and I hope that you continue to, because you are never afraid to stand against the crowd ever. Uh, With us doing that, hopefully I'm not being funny. Like, sorry to everybody listening. I'm going to (laughs) take over the mic right now. I'm really close to the mic. You are... You you do not give yourself enough credit for being a really fucking strong warrior. Like you 
there's multiple times in this podcast and other podcasts where you've literally given me goosebumps because and and I don't have I don't get to have these conversations Ashley like I don't get to have these conversations day to day and being able to have it with you is just so it's just so important to me it's really important no me too that yeah I crave this so much like we have to understand like this is as much as we're strong and we're outspoken and all this people don't see the loneliness and the hardness that comes with this like I'm so fucking lonely. You know what I mean? Like, I know a lot of us are. And you see these warrior sides of us that we present online, but you don't see the hours of the day where we're devastated and we're scared and we're heartbroken and we're pissed off and we're alone because a bunch of people are laughing at us. And we have to know that people we love and trust think it's hilarious that we exist, yeah. I guess. You know what I mean? So but we're crazy. Yeah. they yeah. And they say it yeah. openly <laughs> and we're just supposed to live and sit by. And the fact that we take this beating um, doesn't mean that we're not hurting. And so it's important to me so much to have these conversations as well, because I mean, this is, it's, this shit's hard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's like like literally I posted yesterday. I was like, I'm going to take a break. And the line was that I put underneath that because it gets lonely out here, y'all. Like, it does. It fucking does. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry on a podcast, okay? I'm not going to (laughs) cry. I'm not doing it. Like, being here with you is so important, but it's like, fuck, why you... Uh, Ashley, you're not even for that. This this is the thing, right? So I've not been able to see my family. I have a really small family. My beautiful niece, who looks just like me, mm. she's four thousand miles away. I haven't been able to see, see her for two years. All I'm gonna do is go on a road trip, right, and see all of my friends. I want to see Red Pill and Chill in Florida. I want to see you in California. I don't want to stay too long, and I want to drag you out of California and bring you over to yes. Texas. Obvious, <laughs> obviously, I want to save you from these fucking psychos but it just it's just shit it's Mm -hmm. shit because but the other thing is like just to mention we are spread out all over the world for a reason we're spread out because we are supposed to plant the seeds we're supposed to help people as much as it's frustrating like I talk about in real life at the gym or whatever and people are just not listening to me but even though they are listening to me at the same time I'm thinking maybe I am planting a seed all the people that see me on my personal profile, I'm a planting a seed, maybe I am. And I have noticed and I've heard from friends that people are coming to them for advice because their friend or family member has had an adverse reaction to the vaccine or booster. I've so heard that multiple we times. Are this here week. F- yeah. We're here. Like, I, I was, it's fucking, sorry, we are wrapping this up, but like, it's fucking crazy how on the latest post that I did, which was basically, um, I think it was, it must have been American news. They were basically saying, can you message us if you've had a reaction? Oh, yeah, I saw that. And it was unvaxxed. And this is the thing that I can understand people in the Facebook comments, but when I posted that and then saw people in my Instagram comments that were saying that their father had flatlined or their father-in-law couldn't speak anymore or their friend or brother-in-law even can't speak anymore. I'm like, this is bigger than we even imagined. This is this is basically, a, this is a silent killer. We, all, we obviously knew that it was, 
but this is not being recorded properly this is not being nope it's not put into any data when so this well, is the thing now so yeah go on no, no i was just gonna go say on that note really quickly that they the cdc changed it here at least where if you have an adverse react or if you're hospitalized or you die within two weeks of getting the vaccination they count it as unvaccinated I'm sorry, but we don't know the data because the majority of the adverse reactions that are deadly are happening within two weeks. So they just were like, oh, we're going to call it unvaccinated because it takes two weeks for the vaccine to kick in. All right. Okay. Because the people who have it when they're being monitored 15 minutes after getting it and they pass out, they get counted as nothing. That's unvaxxed. It's insane to me. So continue. But I have a really close, close friend. Um, and his mom, she's been, I think she's had both jobs. She was, do you remember the, there was a video of a guy who might have just, just been in the UK, but he basically was having this nosebleed and it wouldn't stop. It was like a really old guy and he was over the sink. Anyway, so this close friend, his mom is having the same issue and she was coughing up dark black blood, like ridiculous amounts of blood went to the hospital they said it could be cancer now when he spoke to me before because bearing in mind that my friend has had cancer which happened three weeks after having the flu vaccine one of his testes uh swelled up and he had a cancer that basically they'd never seen before they nearly had to cut like half of his back out to get to it all anyway he went through the worst shit his mom um is having the worst time she's really weak and i'm just like trying to obviously he he knows he knows exactly what's going on he understands this it probably is the vaccine it's probably nothing else but the vaccine but it's the elephant in the room they can't talk about it the family can't talk about it we can't say that it's the vaccine and this is this is this is further than just programming of like wearing a mask or going to get your jab this is further than that this is tearing families apart this is destroying relationships this is this is the worst of the worst like I get upset this is this is how crazy this is I get upset because I I can empathize but I get upset because I can't imagine myself in that position because I have a family my mum and my dad haven't had it because I've, they say, they probably would say that I've not, I've, I've fought, but they probably would say they've come to their own decision, which is, which is cute and fine. Okay. Okay. Well, my dad, but like, I have been screaming every night at the dinner table saying, you're not taking this job essentially, <laughs> but also, also my family in America. So I have one brother who is now a US citizen and my sister-in-law and niece, my sister-in-law works for uh, I don't really know if I should say it. She works for Lockheed Martin. So basically they, they're a federal company, right? So Biden said that they have to take the vaccine. And um, she will not have it. She will fight till the end. Good. But <laughs> going back to my friend, I feel bad. And I shouldn't feel, this is the thing that we were talking about earlier, this like feeling of like guilt or feeling of like we should, we should care for that or whatever but I feel bad because I cannot put myself into a position I feel so wait wait I'm not explaining myself right okay I feel bad because my I wish his family would have said no like my family 
So I'm upset for him because I feel like why can it, why couldn't his mom and his dad say no like my mom and dad? Yeah. Because they're the same age. Why could they not come to the same conclusion? And obviously they haven't. And so he's suffering and I feel bad because he's suffering and I feel lucky. So now I have this, this look, I guess it's, it's a lucky person's guilt. I don't know. Don't but, we have to, it's a lot of things to process and don't let that happen. Cause the thing is like, we can't infringe on free will. And that is the one thing that comes with freedom. It's like, it's, you can't, it, it sucks. There's a yin and a yang to everything. It's like, I believe in free speech, but that means I have to believe that someone has a right to call me a Nazi on social media or the news. Like, we have to defend that. And with free will, it's something that we all are struggling with because we can't force people to not be in what we consider danger. So there's a level where you have to accept and make peace with it. And I wouldn't feel guilty. I think that this is the world that we live in. And the fact that you even feel guilty just shows your heart. You know what I mean? Because like, you're not going to get guilt from anyone else. They're going to straight up tell us you should get sick and die. Like if people were pissed that Joe Rogan didn't get sicker, more sick. You know what I mean? Like, and you're here feeling guilty about feeling lucky that, you know, don't, don't even, that's the thing is like, it just, I just think there's so many good hearts that are fighting for this. The people who can see they're we're not perfect, but got some damn good hearts that we put ourselves in this like feeling bad and trying like risking our reputations to maybe inform one person by force we feel like we're forcing them (laughs) like I I don't be hard on yourself like it's just we have to accept also that people are gonna die and that's a really hard reality shift but it is what it is. And I just comfort myself by saying, you know, this life is temporary and those people are at rest, you know, like, you know, I lost my friend last week and it was hard because I knew he was going to die, but it doesn't change the fact that he's gone, but he had a lot of health issues and it had nothing to do with COVID. But, um, I, I, there's a part of me that's also at peace. You know, once I went through the grief part, I'm at peace that he's at peace. And I know that I personally don't believe that death is the end for us. And so that's something we have to come to terms with. We can't save the world from dying. Just like they want to save the world with the vaccine. We can't save the world with trying to not get them take it. Like, I just feel like everything is a balance. Are you noticing that? Like literally everything has an equal and opposite side and we're more similar than we're not then I don't know so there's a level of having to find that peace regardless do your best that you can do but then have the peace yeah if that makes sense no you're right because I I wanted to say like the balance thing is something that is a learned skill so you don't understand how to balance originally because you're like I just want to do good and yeah. I don't want to see any bad and even even do bad like we all have that dark and light side to us the shadow the shadow side of us like I didn't learn enough about my light until I went on to the shadow side of me mm-hmm. and so you're totally right like and understanding that balance that yin and yang like it's, it's just so important and 
how do you do it it's probably what people are thinking I think it's just a case of like experience it's like experience with so many different things like family friends uh, relationships and even just with yourself like it's it's there's no clear-cut answer it's just a case of understanding yourself as much as possible and being just like okay when I look at a situation am I dealing with this out of ego or am I dealing with this out of yes. like logical feeling? Yes, you know, ego like- is everything. Yes, the death of the ego will change everything. You might have the same exact response, but if you're doing it motivated by ego or not, the energy in that response is gonna be different. And you know, mm-hmm. I know we all know. I know when I'm saying something because I have a passion and a fire and I know when I'm saying it because my ego is like mm-hmm. out there to yes. get, get like yeah. validated and it has a different energy to it. So you're mm-hmm. so spot on. Yes. The ego thing, honestly, though, the death of the ego is a very freaking experience and it's an everyday process. So, oh yeah. Like it takes lifetimes to learn. And I think that's why we're here for like so many lives. Cause I it's agree. just, <sighs> yeah, I think we like, so a lot of people, this is, okay, probably getting to a different topic here, but like personally for me and understanding like suicidality and all of that, I do believe that there has to be a death and that doesn't mean that you have to die, but you can kill your ego. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. So like if we're like looking at life, of being like okay well you've got some people who say like I just want to end my life I want this to be over it hurts too much I honestly believe that when that happens it's because they need to kill their ego the ego needs to die in order to rebirth and I think we go through like multiple rebirths in our life yeah and because there's times of my life where I'm like I don't even remember that part of my life very much I'm, I'm older but like I don't know who that girl was. I do not want to be associated with that girl. Like she's, uh, no, I don't want to do that. And I'm this completely other per- a new person. Um, but yeah, like I suppose that would be a. Actually, I'm going to put that down as a topic for our our new podcast. But that is so we well finish, said. I want to just finish with you telling us a little bit about your friend that you've lost. Oh, now I'm going to cry. Yeah. No, thank you for asking because I would like to honor him. So my friend Shannon, I met, God, I don't even know how many years ago in a new city I moved to after a, a relationship ending. And he just became one of those like really close people in my life. Like he was loved by everyone. We kind of lived in the party scene at the time. We were all working in the restaurant industry and you get very tight knit friendships in that scenario. So we were a lot of late nights, crazy nights, all of us. And that group is still to this day, very important to me, but Shannon and I were just those, we found each other and we were thick as thieves and we had a special kind of love and everybody knew that like, Shannon and Ashley, like we just, it's hard to explain. He was the person that I would go to when anything was hard, when anything was celebrated, it didn't matter. We would see each other. Like if I walked into a room and he was there, it just felt like home. And it was one of those very special friendships. And he loved everybody in a way that was very unique. And he was 
the most generous individual I ever met. He had a lot of demons in his life, a lot of addiction issues. He was one of those people that put everyone else first 24 seven, um, and felt everything so deeply and wasn't too kind to his own health or body, uh, which is part of the reason he died young. So I, I just, um, yeah, I want to say that it was really hard knowing, even knowing that he was going to go soon at some point. Um, I want to, the thing I want to honor the most about him is he loved unconditionally and specifically having so many people just be fair weather friends, uh, it having one person who would never leave you for anything that you disagreed on and would stick by your side forever, uh, having that loss of some knowing now exactly how precious that truly is. Um, if the world just felt like it's definitely missing something, but to not be selfish and to wrap it up with him, I am grateful that he is free from this experience. And as much as I like it here, um, I'm, I'm not trying to stay forever either. And there's a part of me that gets jealous sometimes of people <laughs> who are in this constant struggle. So I think he's in a better place right now. And, but yeah, thank you for asking to Shannon. No, I know that. Yeah. I know that he knew. I'm so sure that he knew how much you loved him. Oh, absolutely. He did. And, you know, it was kind of a really quick death. Like it was, he had all these health issues he was suffering through. And then all of a sudden he actually fell and immediately was knocked out and given brain damage, which is really random. But I know it sounds strange, but I feel like it was mercy. It was like, uh, you don't have to suffer every day in this way. And I think it was a quick and easy, just like, I don't know. That just is how I personally feel about it. Because his quality of life is pretty low at this point. So, so yes, to Shannon and, um, yeah, the world's a different place right now, but that's okay. Yeah. I've been sending you like so many hugs from so far away. Cause I know that it's obviously, it's like I said, like it's, even if you expect it, it's never, it's never going to kind of like deal with the blow of losing someone. It is. I'm, I'm a realistic grief person, but you never know, like everyone hits you different. And I, that day was really, really hard. Um, I was, I was walking around completely aimless as a zombie, just not, it was devastating. And then, and then I started to get, I turned into anger for me, for some reason, (laughs) um, grief turns into anger. That's how I kind of process. And now I'm at complete peace about it. But, um, Yeah. Yeah. That's life. It is life. And honestly, just to like tie that into this ending, like part of the reason that I have confidence and courage moving forward is like, I made peace with death a long time ago, uh, maybe like 10 years ago. I remember specifically when I battled my fear of death and I, ever since then, it's like, been easier to live a fearless life and to accept inevitable outcomes. Because once you deal with the fact that you're going to die, it's like, and everybody is, it makes it easier to kind of live in not exhibitionist life, but not to hold yourself back by stupid shit. Like what people think about you or your image or, you know, things that are fleeting that don't really matter. So 
I don't know. I hope that everyone feels that encouragement because fear is just life's too short to live in yeah. fear. I agree. And we're seeing I agree. a lot like of that. When I, Yeah. When I was going through like different griefs when I was younger, there would be nights where I would cry because I was scared of dying. Like I was, mm-hmm. I think, I think that's a kind of a, a, a thing that like lots of young people go through. I don't know. I did. Maybe even. Yeah. And, and I think when you, and if I'm on completely honest, I think it got easier when I reconnected with God that it was just like, it's fine. It's yeah. absolutely fine. You've come here to serve a purpose. You'll do it until the day you die. And that's that you just I don't know I I also agree with like the recycling of life so maybe that makes me kind of like hopeful for the next part but I I just don't even know because you don't remember it yeah exactly I think if you're just comfortable it makes things a lot more comfortable (laughs) in general I know that I know what I don't know what happens after but I know what this is and as much as I love this life and all of that, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a tiresome existence. And I know a lot of people feel that way and I don't want to die by any means, yeah. but at the same time, like I, you know, how many times you see people on their deathbed, they're not afraid. Like they're, there's an acceptance that washes over them, especially the closer they get where they're just kind of like ready to go. And that just gives me so much peace Mm. and confidence. They're not like terrified of the other side. They, they know like their bodies know their spirit knows their mind knows that it's a natural process into a next phase. And I mean, that's why I'm literally like, I would die before I'd get a job (laughs) because I don't fear (laughs) death. I don't fear death. I do fear giving up my freedom and my autonomy on this planet. So yeah. Isn't that weird? That. Like, I think we're both, <laughs> Isn't both it weird? That case, like, yeah, like we're more scared of giving up freedom than we yeah. are. Like, we're like, death. we're like Braveheart. Um, freedom! Like, <laughs> it's true. Totally Dude, that. it's true. It's you true. can I've take, what is this in my life? You can take my something, yeah. but you can't take my freedom. <laughs> oh, God. I should know this because I'm a Brit, but no, like, literally, I totally agree with you. Like, it, it's weird. It's like, so when I was talking to my mom about, we're going to wrap up, but when I was talking <laughs> to my mom about my sister-in-law with the whole like uh, vaccine thing, I was like, I don't know how many fucking lives I've lived, but I've lived enough to know that I am not allowing these fucking tyrants to take one step further. Because yeah. if they take one step further, they literally annihilate all of us. Yeah. And, like the decisions, like you were talking about earlier, the decisions that your friends make, etc., affect all of us because they allow these fucking psychopaths to take they, they take an inch they take a mile like it's just it's just ridiculous we yeah. all know this like it's just fucking nuts but yeah I, I i would fucking literally die on this hill i would oh yeah i don't know that you would too 100 percent. we have all of our we've already had our conversations here of like what would happen if this happened, if that happened, and we'd taken it to the very worst case scenario. We have plans for every set, every stage of the way. And there was a point in the discussion at one point, like, oh my God, maybe a year ago, where it was like, are you willing to go all the way with this? And he's like, yep. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, me too. We're like, cool. So like, that's where it's at. We made our decision. We're not. And yeah. if it doesn't happen, great, but we already know, and we've counted the costs and just on a last, we've said this so many times, but like on a last note, like, 
this, I know this is this existence living this way where you're all or nothing, not just for the sake of being all or nothing, but because you believe in something so truly in every part of your being, you know, exactly what you want to do and what is right for you and what you think is right for the world around you and the way that you impact it, that you're willing to give up everything. It is kind of an incredible experience. It's not hard or it's not easy. It comes with like crazy hard times, but even before this, there was crazy hard times. Like life is hard and that's inevitable, but hard with a purpose. And then the joys that come with fulfilling your purpose. And then with also like any victory, I don't know if you've noticed, but feels like so much sweeter, like any little Mm -hmm. win is like this gigantic victory. And sometimes I look around at people who are just like going along to get along and their values are very minor things like reputation or, you know, not ever causing attention to be drawn to them or whatever. I'm like, they don't get very big victories. They don't get to feel those insane victories because they have nothing on the line. And I, I think that we're lucky in that way. And I wouldn't change it for the world. I like to live amongst lions and you and so many more people that I've met. I'm like, this is a cool fucking crowd. We wouldn't change this for the world. So yeah. On that note, I hope everyone's encouraged. And like we said, this is like not what we intended. We're like, we're gonna make it an hour, (laughs) an hour under, but this is perfect because I think it's been so long for me. It was nice to like I haven't had a podcast. So like I just wanted to like get so many of these things off my chest. So thank you for like doing this long podcast with me and in the future we're gonna gonna do an hour right like we're the goal is to make it an hour and upload it to instagram hopefully we'll see how that goes but i do love that idea that's the goal if you and i could ever do that Do you know what? I think that someone should give us a prize if we actually manage to do. We're going to say it every week and it's never going to happen. (laughs) And one day it'll happen. (laughs) Maybe we'll, maybe we'll just upload clips of it on Instagram or something, but either way. I think we can do it though. Depends what the, it depends what the topic is. Like, I I don't know, but yeah, no, I love talking to you. I think that you're amazing. You know, I feel the same. Yay. So it does really suck. (sighs) What sex that you live so far? I was gonna say, yeah, it's so stupid. You see, you were finished my sentence. Like, I know. I hate it. I hate it so much. But I just want you to know, and everyone listening, like, if you're feeling alone, like that's the one thing I get in my DMs the most lately, especially in the last month, is people just reaching out saying, "I just feel like I'm so alone here," and I'm like, "That's what all of us feel from time, like, but we're oddly not alone because we have each other. But like you said, we're so spread out. It's like." Yeah, the loneliness we definitely fucking chose. I, I honestly think that we chose to do that. We chose to do that so we could plant seeds, but we knew that it would be at the detriment to our, like, the thing is, though, is that, I, I, I mean, speak for myself, but we are okay alone. Like, yeah. we probably thrive better alone, but at the same time, there's just these, like, I don't know, 20 minutes a week where we're like, uh, actually, no, I'd like to go <laughs> have, like, a drink. Or, you want the option. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> You You want the option to have a situation. So you're going to turn it down most of the time, but you just want the option. You want it there. (laughs) But like how I'd like people to invite me to things that I don't want to go to, but I still like the invite. Exactly. hundred percent. Yeah. 
So absolutely. Yeah, we're tailored for this, but we'll get you over here. I'm going to find you a man in Texas. Yeah, we just need to, um, I'm just going to use this podcast platform to find me a husband. If you're listening and you, you can live anywhere in the States, preferably Texas, but literally anywhere in the States, except for, is there any States that can't live? New York? California? No! (laughs) (laughs) That's messed up. No, okay. (laughs) No, everywhere's fine. Everywhere's fine. And, uh, like, yeah. We're going to start um, a dating service for you. Well, yeah. So it takes 14 years for me to get over there as a sibling. But if I can find a husband, which I'd I'd love to find a husband because I like the American accent, specifically Southern, if anybody's listening. Yeah. Um, I'll get there faster. And also um, I can provide babies. So that's also fine. (laughs) There you, she's willing to provide babies. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> oh my God. Awesome. Okay. Yay. Right. So let's, uh, you, I'm on into the river for a raised listener into the river podcast. Um, if you want to listen to my other episodes and I'm on Instagram at into the river podcast and at Ashley Joe one, one, one. And how about you, mama? Yeah, but we can't tag Ashley Joe one 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 because she's ba- shadow banned so hard. Wait, we you can't, can't tag, tag me? That. No. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's fun. I, I didn't know. Ta- I can. <laughs> I can tag the podcast. But I can't tag you personally. You shadow banned. What did I'm I pretty do sure wrong? I'm not taggable now. What did I, I do wrong? I've been a really good Instagram angel. I don't know. You can't tag me. That's so funny. <laughs> I can't believe I have a page. Uh, I have to say that I cannot believe I have a page. Maybe it's my OG account, and that's why, because I didn't have an Anon account ever. I have no idea why I have not been booted. It's so weird. I'm shadow banned like crazy, and now I guess I can't be tagged, but like, yeah. But they keep like unshadow banning people and then shadow banning them again. I only I'm, got I'm unshadow sure banned once. It was for like a week and I knew it. I was like hundreds of likes and I was like, what just happened? This is so weird. And then I was, it went away. Whatever. I don't even care. People are always like, you see this, like it. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I would have so many like wasted posts. Like a little bit. It is. What uh, it no, is. I, I definitely can't tag you, but I can tag. That's can tag and obviously, <laughs> obviously I can still tag Qtards for some reason, but people um, can still go to Ashley Joe one, one, one. If they type oh, in yeah. the whole name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like basically don't be a retard and, and wait for the thing to do it for you. Like type the whole thing in. Yeah. One, one, one. And you are at. Um, Qtards FM. Well, I'm going to change the name, I think, you know, just just, just to throw that out there. I think I'm going to change the name. Um, that's me and Gabe. And I think we have it all is shadow banned, but you should follow my telegram, which is we have it all underscore 17. So because you can just find me on there. I just could not give enough of a fuck about IG right now. I could not fucking care less. If they nuke me, they've given me a million violations. I just don't care anymore. I'm just waiting for Nicki Minaj to get fucking censored. Like, that's all I care about. Like, let her carry on. See how long it takes for her to get a violation. Let's go. 
but yeah no it's been amazing i love talking to you we're obviously going to do this every week now so anybody who's listening we are going to have a beautiful podcast to do with all sorts of different topics also um we're going to like put at well i am and maybe ashes as well but like a you can ask us questions if you want and we can answer them like a q a at the end we'll see we'll see how that goes or but if there's a topic you sh- want to throw in the maga hats uh because i have my red maga hat that i think i'm gonna put my topics into i didn't bring it in the room today well i don't think we're gonna yes and you have white i've red so i'm it's <laughs> If you're listening to this podcast, she just she's wearing her hat and she's adorable. So <laughs> yeah, just being a dick. Yeah, um, if you want a topic, hit up one of our Instagrams and we'll throw a topic in the jar. Anything, it literally doesn't matter what it is. We're just gonna do more grab baggy stuff. But we had a lot to get off our chest this time because it's been a while. Yeah, but yeah, yay, well, awesome. Anything else? Are we good? We're good. I'm good. Right. We love it. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye.